What's up, race fans, and welcome to another episode of the Piscina Report. This is the podcast where we get straight past the hype and we pick the brain of the genius that is Manuel Piscino, the man who's been around the paddock for about, I think about 60 or 70 years, and he's still only 28. <laughs> oh my God, it's incredible. <laughs> so here we are, season 2021. This is episode 21. It's the Super Morbido episode. So we're going to get all wow. Brazilian. I should have had a Brazilian background, shouldn't I? Uh, well, we're going to get all funky and loose this episode. It's going to be a bit crazy. Uh, but uh, then again, is it the Digia episode, which is a lot more efficient and European? No, no, we'll go with Morbido. Why not? Indeed. So we've just had Silverstone. There probably wasn't as much controversy as what we were expecting, what we've come to expect from, from MotoGP. It was still a bloody good race. It was a fantastic weekend. So much going on. Uh, we're going to get straight into it. Before we do, I'll say a quick hello to my wonderful co-host, Andra. How are you enjoying season 2021? So good. I'm trying to think because it was quite an uneventful weekend. I think my highlight was in, um, I don't know if it was FP2 when Paul got in Alicia's way. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Alicia lost his shit and Paul's trying to blow him kisses like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Brotherly and he's love. like, oh. yeah, that was, that was probably my little moment, but it was good. It was good. Indeed, it was indeed. And it's straight over to the man himself, the man whose name is on the tin, the man whose opinions that we all come here to look for. As he says, he never gives up. Manuel, how are you doing, mate? Wow, what an introduction. To. <laughs> Today you are really in a high, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, this time I, I, I follow the race like you on, on the TV, obviously, with computers and the timesheets and everything. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that I don't regret not having uh, gone to... Okay. To UK Funny because England. I saw, I I saw everyone with a coat <laughs> yes. while I, while while I was sitting in in the in the garden and then the swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> come, come to the south. Come to the south. Manuel, yeah. did you do you watch it through the MotoGP app? Because there was a little bit of a technical issue and the whole world couldn't watch the first five minutes. Yeah. No. Look, I am. Yeah. I, um, I have. I tell you, I have the Spanish uh, broadcast. Uh, MotoGP. Uh, I have an Italian broadcast. Okay. I have the. You got a backup and a backup and a backup. <laughs> so I hear the comments from different languages, uh, and it's funny to see. It's funny to see because obviously the, the Italians push for the Italians. Uh, only they basically only speak about Valentino Rossi, especially this weekend. Yeah. And yeah. the Spaniards <laughs> they speak about everything, and the Spaniards they forgive. Mark Marquez of the things he does, <laughs> and so so it's so interesting. So and I have to say that the most neutral ones are the guys from MotoGP, hmm. because basically there there isn't a, there aren't many Brits on the field, so yeah. they they are able to be quite balanced, you know. True, exactly. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that first of all before we before we go any further. There were some Brits in the field this time. Cal had a very quiet race, uh, obviously filling in for uh, <laughs> filling in for Vinales, taking Vinales' seat <laughs> in the in the Monster Energy team. And our friend, wonderful friend of the show, Jake Dixon, number ninety six. What a weekend from him! Yes, yes, we have to say that he for him it was like going to Disney World, you know, oh, or sure. Disneyland. Yep, he got he got uh, he got the golden ticket. Exactly. <laughs> no queuing anywhere. He cast just straight in. 
yeah. and I imagine, and he said he enjoyed a lot, you know, it's yeah. for, for a professional rider, this, something like this must be something uh, fantastic. Yeah. I was yeah. so and, excited to see that moment and I was waiting for the footage and we got it when he came back into the pit after yeah. that first um, ride and just, and I know he said naughty words and it was no. hilarious, but <laughs> the look on his face was just, and I was sitting there going, this is a professional rider who races. So for him yeah. to even just go, holy shit, yeah. like it was oh, so good. So yeah, good. indeed. Yes. And, and to watch his lap times come down as well. Like this is literally a guy who has never sat on one of those bikes before FP1. And, and to see his lap times come down four or five seconds in uh, across those three qual uh, practice sessions was absolutely amazing. It was mm -hmm. a shame he had some problems during the race. He was saying that the bike didn't feel the same during the race. He doesn't know why. And they're looking into it. Um, but yeah, what an experience for the guy. And, and to be to be lapping in the two minute mark. Um, no, no, by, he, did by, by well. oh, he did pretty well. He did pretty well, and he had these. Uh, the needed crashes, you know, because yep. when you get on the bike, first you get used, then you get some confidence, then yep. you push, mm -hmm. then you crash, then you get one step back. But for yep. him, it was fantastic. And yeah. even what you said about the bike was not the same at the end of the race. Mm. Basically, well, this is yeah, normal. Well, never is. is it because it's, is it the difference between preparing and then racing or is it to do with settings or is it, what could it be? No, but, no, no, no. What could it be is not the bike changes, the, the MotoGP bikes. And I, I think most of the race bike change a lot from the beginning to the end of the race. Mm. The tire wear, uh, you know, yeah. uh, you can adjust the bike for the beginning or the end or basically for a compromise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and you they're very to, susceptible have... to temperature as well, aren't they? Yeah. And he is not used to this. So anyhow. Congratulations, yeah. Jake. Amazing. Good job. We were happy for you and we enjoyed a lot. Yeah, we look forward to seeing him on there again. That he's coming back at Aragon. I don't uh, know if that was confirmed or not. I saw a few things, but I'm not sure what was. I would, I wouldn't, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Yeah. Later when we we go to Yamaha, uh, I explain the situation. Okay. Okay. Let's yes. let's let's see, Manuel. We'll get we'll get you to talk to his people in the background as well, and see if we can maybe have a chat with him um, soon before it all fades off, and see if we can get his uh, his words as well. That'd be cool. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yes, indeed. And yes, but like you said, he did. He had the mandatory crash there in FE two, but he didn't crash in the race. Um, someone who did crash in the race, <laughs> Mark Marquez, number number ninety three. Not only in the race. Not yeah. only oh, in the race. Geez, in oh. FP1, wasn't it? He crashed in FP1. 274. I think you are into the airplane stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, think, that is. Yeah, it's a rocket seven, ship. 747, uh, yeah. how do you say? It uh, takes off at 300. So more yeah. or less, he jumped <laughs> off. He jumped out of a uh, 747, you know? Oh, Indeed. My God. And he, he, he tucked and rolled nicely, didn't he? He kept the arms in, didn't flap around too much. That was good to see. But yeah, and, what, uh, what are your thoughts it, on that? Yeah, well, first, you, have, you were right. We saw how quickly he covered his mm -hmm. arms and mm -hmm. his, his hands, okay? And we also saw how good the boots are because... Yeah. He, you, did you, if you look at this at the crash, he hit so many times hard mm. with the um, uh, feet mm. 
on the ground, but these boots are so strong, you know, they basically only allowed a movement back forward. Yep. And they are completely Good. stiff on the lateral. The mm -hmm. Yep. Because you yeah, just got to change so gear. This, that's it. Yeah. So this saved him 270 Ks. Insane. Insane. And he admitted Insane. that it was his error. He was what? He admitted that it was his error. He made a mistake. And yep. oh, this is in the race. Sorry, not for that. But no, 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 no. But uh, you, you mean every crash, Andra, is a rider's mistake. Yeah. Every yeah. crash. Yeah, every but, crash. Yeah. But for them to admit it, that's another thing. <laughs> no, but I see. Yeah, yeah, sorry, but... I was jumping to the race when he took out um, no, Martin. No, no, no. But... And... Yeah. He had that crash in FP1 on Friday. Mm. He had another crash, don't forget, in the warm-up of Sunday. He did warm-up as well, yeah. Oh, yes. And then came, so it was, it were three crashes in one Grand Prix. You know mm. how many crashes he had so far in 10 races? 16 races. And uh, look, for He me, wouldn't have had that many for the, his whole career, would he? No, yes, he has crashed. 23 times every season, 24. <laughs> but this is normal. But look, before we enter in the in the race situation, I have to say that when I saw the after of the warm-up lap, a warm-up mm -hmm. crash, I really got worried with Mark Marquez. And I have to say, and I wrote yesterday in an Italian newspaper, I am worried with Mark Marquez. Wow. Because it... If you realize, if you watch at, at the scene when he crashes in the warm-up, Mark always runs to the bike and pick up the bike. Yeah, mm -hmm. first reaction, yeah. And he has been picking up the bike 100 times because he has crashed more than 100. Mm -hmm. Did you see that he tried? He tried and he did like, uh, yep, and then and it didn't stopped. go. Yep. And then he had to wait for the marshal. So this was so clear that he's not fit. He's physical condition is very much below of what he says mm. mm -hmm. and is and is there another thing normally when he lifted the bike he did it with his elbows on the body you yep. know really uh, uh, yep. and yep. pushed like this this time he went with the arms open like a v right and tried to push and in the very moment bah, something yeah, happened that's... in it and he touched his uh, right uh, yep. shoulder Yep. So, and then happened that in the race, the crash in the race after, I, I don't know why, how many, four, five, six uh, corners. Yeah. And it's clear, and it's clear that Mark doesn't control the bike. Exactly. Exactly. He tries to race like he did in the past, but the body is not there, mm. simply not there. Yeah. And so this worries me. He's pushing, look, remember the crash 270 this time. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the crash in Jerez when he hit the air fence? That awful oh, yeah. crash in Jerez. Yes. And yeah. he, he ended doing attack in the hospital because mm -hmm. he had he hit his head. So, okay, I think he's pushing too much. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. he's pushing and his body, his, his brain wants to do something that his body does not follow. Yeah, he's trying to ride at the same level. His brain's at the level, but his body's just not there. Yeah, and so on, and on this the is bike, so as dangerous. You say, he's out of control. As we saw exactly. the first time he tried to go up the inside of Jorge Martin, bang, almost barreled him out of the way. And then and then the second time, yep, yeah, took both of them out. 
Do you yeah. think he can adjust? Yeah. Do you think he'll he will improve and get better? Because it's been you would anticipate that he was he would be fully recovered by now. And the problem of Mark and I have told you this: never uh, trust what the writers say. Yeah, <laughs> and Mark does exactly the opposite of what comes out of his mouth. Yeah, we have seen here, we have heard him saying, No, uh, we in Honda have realized that we have lost this season, so racing is over for us. We are just working for next year. Yeah, right. Look, my finger, look, my yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time he goes out on the track, he goes out for racing. With no mercy, you know, mm -hmm. and what happens? We we are seeing, and I am really, really worried with Mark because, you know, he's pushing, pushing the mm. the, the 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 why and and a certain he mm. has he has been so lucky so far. He has that's right, and that luck can only go so so far, can't it as well? So, yeah, who who and, knows what's going to happen for the rest of the season? And regarding the crash on Sunday, in Italy where they like controversial, you know, Italy is mm -hmm. controversial, they are doubting or they are saying, okay, what was that second move kind of revenge of Marquez because of the first touch? Right. Of course. Ooh. Yeah. Controversy, drama. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> you're, you're, no. You're right. No. They, they love that, the Italians, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's open that. But look, I was thinking about this. We can say it's a race. How do you say race? Race action or race it's racing incident. incident? Yep, racing incident. But look at something. The guys who are involved in race incidents are always the same. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Zarco is, Zarco is yeah. always in race race incident. Mm -hmm. Mark Marquez is number one. Mm -hmm. So okay, race incident. But why? <laughs> yeah, these are the always the same guys involved. There is one plus another one who yes. comes in and out. But uh -huh. normally, this guy who have to to go to the question mark race incident are always yep. the same guys. Oh, it's purely coincidence, man. Well, come on, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah. And look on the other side of the Honda garage as well. A fantastic weekend for Paul. Paul on pole which was uh, really, really good. I think that was a good boost for him. Do you reckon? Yes. And after what I saw in, in, uh, do you know, in English, Archimedes, Archimedes, the Greek phil, uh, philosopher who oh, said, give, give me a point where I can, I can, I don't know how to say in English. Give me a point where I can uh, put a, and that can move the world. Oh, right. A, like a lever. Uh, yeah. 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 So give yep, me a yep. lever. I can move the world. In yep. the, we can change this and adapt to Paul Espargar and say, give yep. me grip and I show <laughs> you yeah. what I am capable. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Was it because of the cooler conditions that he was doing so well? Because I think it was a lot cooler leading up to the actual race. Well, was, he I was said learning this was... over the weekend about the Hondas and how they heat up more. Mm. Quicker. Yeah, but Paul Paul said basically it's the colder temperature, but you need the floor that has mm -hmm. grip. Yeah, I mean the, the asphalt. Surface. Yep. The surface. Remember that uh, Silverstone has been resurfaced, resurfaced mm -hmm. three years ago or two yeah, years two, ago. Two so years the ago, grip yeah. is 
two years ago. So the grip is very high. So yep. at the end, wow, it was like maybe Paul was right. And we were just doing <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah. But he showed something. Give me grip and I yep. show you what I am capable. Exactly. Bo yeah, yeah, like the Italian say, <laughs> but at the end, it was a big boost for him. And the start of the race was really a brotherhood yeah. between the Espargaros. And like a friend of, me, of mine said, okay, the first laps in the race too, it was like doing the video for the Christmas video for the Espargaro family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what and will be they, on the background for the, for their Christmas. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Really Christmas, they, they will sit in front of the TV. Okay, put it yeah. again. Yeah. And there we are. <laughs> yeah. In years to come, it'll be there. Show me again, granddad. The yeah, day yeah, yeah. you won. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, I have to say that uh, Fabio Quartararo was very polite and very nice yeah. because he let them do their video okay yep. and then he said okay guys enough video way. it was yep. enough yep. christmas video and yep. then he bang it went away. is over yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah christmas is over yeah i'm really starting to like fabio he's not been my favorite rider and i like to make fun of little things but he's just he's just phenomenal isn't he don't you know he's got a little thing it's, i've seen his little boobies <laughs> His little nipples. <laughs> he is like yeah, uh, seriously. Just, yeah. God, he's he's yeah. I he's doubt together. I doubted his focus and his maturity and all that. And he's he's just yeah, he's on point. Yep. He played another league the last weekend. He mm, was yeah. like yep. I don't yep. know where he was, but he was in another league mm -hmm. from the start. For, he had that crash. He went out. He did lap three tenths faster than the others in the practice. It was really easy for him. And mm. look, and Fabio is heading to the championship straight, but not only because of the advantage of points he has, because he's the rider who is ride, riding better, because things come out easy for him, mm. because he's enjoying, you know, it's it. he's in this moment where Everything is perfect. He's like he's got this clarity, look, like it all just looks crystal clear. Exactly. Off he's floating on a on a mm. on, 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 you know he's floating on, on a cloud. Yeah. 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 He, he seriously is. You're you're right, Manuel. That that word easy. That that's what mm. struck me on the weekend. It, it did seem easy for him. And that if I was any of the other riders in the paddock, I'd be I'd be scared of that. That's that's quite concerning. Yes, and I tell you something that is not something, it's something to talk about, right? Look, what happened with the tires? Fabio was the only rider who used soft tire in the front and soft compound in the back. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The other two riders, the only other two riders who used soft in the front were Peko Banyaya and Juan Mir. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and where Peko did they finish? And Peko changed that on the grid mm -hmm. because all the other five Ducati raced with medium tires in the front. Yeah. But I don't know if when they saw Fabio putting the soft. I think so. The, the two contenders said, ah, we as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And for them was a disaster. 
Mm. So can you can you just quickly explain to me and for those that aren't all over how the tires work? Because I sit there and go, all right, well, if I've got a slow, I get slow, slow and medium, slow, like the difference between front and rear tire. But what was it that affected so much? Was it because he had two slow tires and the guys had a like, yeah. Can you explain how that works with the tires and the Oof. difference? <laughs> that, that, I, I, I think, think that. He- he just That's used his tires better. Yeah, that is an entire chapter. The, the 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 crazy thing is that he can have soft tires, which traditionally, when you when you look at these sort of things, the soft tire gives you a lot of grip in the first mm-hmm. sort of half of the race or the, you know, or so. But then it's going to go off. You're going to lose that grip in the second half of the race, so you're yeah. going to be a lot slower. Um, so for him to be on those soft tires and maintain those, what, what was he doing? He was doing minute 59s and then, and then two minute times for the entire race is crazy. Whereas, as we say, those other guys went to a, uh, went to a soft tire cause they saw he had, um, they were up there for the first, what, third of the race or so, but then their tires yeah. went up and they just faded straight back. Look, it depends very much on how you ride, yeah. which type of bike you have. If you have a very powerful bike like a Ducati, you cannot mm-hmm. use the same tires than Yamaha. That mm-hmm. it's simply, you know, just thinking if you uh, stress the tire because you have a lot of power, you need the wear will be earlier than a Yamaha that has mm-hmm. no much. The same happened with the fronts. When you put a soft one, you can really attack in the first part of the races because the front is very soft and it it really grips and bites the asphalt. Mm. Mm-hmm. But biting the asphalt makes that uh, the performance goes, goes down quickly. Yeah. You know, a good example of this was, very good example, were the two Honda riders. Uh, Paul Espargaro and Alex Marquez. Both started mm. with softs in the back. And we saw Paul at the beginning. Wow, 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 he's doing well. He finished fifth. Mm. Alex Marquez came from the back started to overtake, overtake. And we also, Alex, Mark, wow, what's happening? Mm. Where did he finish? Eighth, eighth, eighth. yeah. No, yeah. Alex, Mark, because he suddenly, his rear tire finished mm-hmm. and then all what he had gained, yep. he lost. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And he just couldn't go further any forward, yeah. And in, in this situation, and he said, look, normally the thing is you have to manage this tire. For example, Andrew, you if instead of opening the gas very violent, if you have a soft tire, you go smooth to try to, to get mm. to the Maintain finish line. A bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. it's... And then if you put a medium tire or a hard tire and the temperature is not enough, the tire gets no temperature and then it has no grip. So they play a lot, you know? If you put a soft and push too much, you don't finish the race. Yeah. If you use a too hard one, the tire never gets into temperature. You have no grip. The bike, yep. when you accelerate, it just spins. Just spins and you just can't maintain so that, the same pace as everyone else. Yeah. That is the play. That is mm-hmm. the play, you know? Mm. And it depends also, for example, if a rider is like, he arrives at the breaking point, hard, brakes hard, just turns the bikes and give gas, is different from a rider that brakes soft does mm-hmm. a lot of corner speed with a lot of pressure on the front tire and mm-hmm. comes out. So yeah. it depends on the bike and on the riding style. Yeah. And I was going to say, yeah, each rider does ride differently. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was, I was expecting, and, and I think we were chatting during the race, weren't we, Andrew? And, and I was saying for um, Elation Pole specifically, 
I was saying, yeah, give them five or six laps and they'll fade off and they'll be gone. So I was, I was really, really pleasantly surprised to, to be proven wrong in, mm-hmm. in that instance. It was fantastic to see them stay up there. Um, and especially, let's get, let's get on and talk about, talk about this guy. Uh, like, yeah, there, there you go, that, that, that guy there. Oh, um, for, for Aprilia, for their first modern era podium, absolutely fantastic. Yes, remember that Aprilia entered in MotoGP in 2015, mm-hmm. six years ago, and they yep. had not had a podium till last weekend. Yeah. And I tell you something, I spoke with Aleish Saturday, mm-hmm. and he told me, tomorrow is the day. Awesome. And I said, what do you mean? Uh... He said, tomorrow is the day that we do our first podium. And I told ah. him, Aleish, do you realize that if you don't do it, once again, they will massacre you on social yeah. media? Because Aleish, is, yeah, because Aleish is a specialist to, to argue with the whole world on yeah. social media. Yeah. <laughs> but so he, shut he, was ve- he, he was very sure. He said yeah. to me, look, Manuel, I have to tell you something. Now it's, it sounds maybe selfish. I could have done this podium before, but once because I didn't want to crash and risk too much because I am the only Aprilia rider. Mm. Other mm. times, when, uh, he said, but tomorrow is the day. <laughs> <laughs> cool. and, cool. and the duel between him and Miller in the last lap that was, was epic. That, that was, was brilliant. brilliant. Oh, that was my, that was my highlight. Know, the I didn't know who I wanted. It was yeah. really, it was so bittersweet and conflicting and just like, oh, but Jack, but can't yeah. yeah. Yep, it was great. But, but 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 we saw we saw the difference between absolute conviction. Mm-hmm. No, this time you are not going to steal this from me. Mm-hmm. And the exactly. other one who said, "Yeah, fair I enough." Need a good, I need a good result after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to push too hard and crash again. Yeah, yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And for me, I think one of the highlights of the day was seeing Alesh jump out of the um the run little pose the enclosure yes. and run to his oh, his kids yeah. he's picking up his oh that was that was amazing that was fantastic to yeah. see yeah look aprilia i was yesterday i was writing for another magazine mm. and my idea <laughs> my idea stop? Was, i never stop 24 7 you should be a journalist <laughs> yeah yeah have you thought of a career in that that'd be good <laughs> Well, at the beginning, I thought the headline to write something and David beat Goliath. Ah, yes. Yep. Yep. But then I realized that it was not fair because uh, Aprilia is not David. You know, Aprilia has 42 world titles. Yeah, true. That's right. It's just a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, you know, to, to say that Aprilia is small would not have been right. Mm-hmm. Apilia yeah. is a big brand, an important brand. And I tell you, they have more titles than Ducati, for example, mm-hmm. probably more titles than Suzuki. In, in what though? In where? In, in the champion. In, but not MotoGP. Not as no, we know it, not MotoGP okay. as we know it, but yeah, you know, what, what was previously, you know, two, category two 50, one, Formula One, okay. 250 yep. racing. Yeah, yeah 125, yep. even in trial. Uh, well, they have yeah. a lot of, of titles. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. the nice thing, and the nice thing, and the important thing is that in the first six positions, 
Look at this. How many brands are there? I know. I was going to mention that as well. You beat me to it. That's fantastic to see. Six brands in the top six. Absolutely and incredible. This, and the good thing is that Aprilia now is in the same train than the mm -hmm. others. Yep. They were traveling in a small little wagon, oh, no? It was it so is, like is, yep. is Silverstone, because I know we've spoken in the past about different tracks suiting certain types of bike, but this here kind of shows that we've got a bit more of an even field, or is it because that's how Silverstone's, I noticed it was a bit different, didn't have any big straights and this and that. Is it the track or is the field becoming more even? I think partial. I think it's a bit of both, realistically. Silverstone, mm -hmm. yes, it, it it's it's not one of those tracks that has specific idiosyncrasies that suit one bike or one rider it's very much a classic track it's got lots of sweeping corners like for example there's no massive straights that go mm. into a, a 90 or 100 degree first gear corner there's nothing of that so mm. realistically once you remove all of those things that might just suit one particular bike mm -hmm. then you you equal the field you level you'll level the field and as you can see from behind manuel there that's what happens mm -hmm. when you level the field Silverstone, yeah, not Silverstone. Silverstone. This is yeah. Lamon all over Silverstone. again, isn't Silverstone. it? Silverstone, yeah. Silverstone. Yeah. Stu, I am very, very with you in this story. And I have a theory. Look, uh, Austria had 10 corners. Mm -hmm. Silver, Silverstone. Yeah, Silverstone. Silverstone. That's it. Yeah. Silverstone <clears throat> has uh, 18 corners. So you can commit 18 errors in one lap. Yep. Mm. You have 18 time, 18 breakpoints, 18 uh, corner speed, mm -hmm. 18 exit. So it's much more difficult to, to do a wow. good lap in That's Silverstone yep. than in Austria. Yes. And what what this takes to the best riders are capable to take the most out of a difficult place. Exactly. So Silverstone for me is an absolute rider circuit. Yep. That's, that's right. And, and all the riders agree as well. You, you, you always hear them saying about how it's one of their favorite tracks and uh, to, to ride on in the atmosphere. And now they've resurfaced it as well. The amount of grip that they've got there, they just seem to be loving it even more. Yeah, I spoke with a Spanish world champion with Cito Pons and he explained to me it's so difficult, Silverstone, because you almost never do the perfect lap because you have yeah. so many places to try to do perfect that yeah. at the end you fail somewhere. Yep. Yeah, it's one of them. Like I, as everyone knows, I, I drive the, the racing simulator. It's my absolute favorite track to drive in the racing simulator wow. for that exact reason. It's so challenging. You can never get a perfect lap because you're always thinking, I'm going to perfect that corner. Or I'm going to perfect exactly. that corner through maggots and Beckett. I'll try it. Yeah, and you lose it somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, so that, was, that was the race. Any more honorable mentions or shall we move on and, and talk about hey, the other well, stuff? I, 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 just, I was just going to say, I was trying to work out why Stu's so excited and happy, but I think it's because he's got a little Suzuki up there on the podium as oh, well. But, uh, <laughs> Let me finish just with the Aprilia anecdote. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, obviously for Aprilia, it was a super boost. Massimo Ribala, mm. who is the CEO of Aprilia, in an interview I did uh, some weeks ago, he told me that probably his most challenging uh, mission when he arrived in Aprilia was to convince the Aprilia mm. people 
that they were not less than the others. Yep, yep. Why they you should know, be spending you... money in there, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean the people of the team because oh, when right. you constantly are the last, mm. they said our people entered into the paddock like feeling less, smaller than the others. I got you, yep. Uh, yep. He said, and now we can enter in the paddock saying, and just because one podium, but this yeah. is a whole boost. Mm-hmm. And then other, after the race, they went and contacted through Zoom with the engineers that sit in the racing departments on the computers on the racing weekends. Yeah. You know, because there are a lot of engineers home mm-hmm. checking with the computers what should yeah. have been done. Yeah. And they were, look, they felt, you know, the Aprilia people's face, they were so shiny. They, they were like, wow, we did it. You know, it was a boost. They just did a third place. Mm. But for them, it was like they entered in another dimension. Now exactly. we are part of the game. Is They're part of the cool kids. <clears throat> yeah. In the cool kids club. In the cool kids. Ding, 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 with the cool kids. <laughs> exactly. Something like that, anyway. <laughs> you got the moves tonight, Stu. I God. know. Well, it's the Brazilian episode. I can't move like that. I'm I too don't, the, the, girl of Ipanema, the girl of Ipanema. That's right, yeah. <laughs> How many times have we seen that video? I'm, I'm too much of a white girl. I can't. <laughs> You're the whitest person I know, <laughs> apart from me. Yeah, indeed. Um, okay, look. Yeah, incredible race, amazing results. Obviously, we we know that this has pretty much um, really put Fabio Quattararo on the on the path to the world championship. Yeah. I don't want to give him the jinx, you know, touch wood, but this for me, when I look back on the year, this is going to be the weekend where I go, "Yep, yeah, that's where he just said, see you later, everybody,' and exactly. and, he, and he just went and did it. So mm-hmm. for me, that's that's what I'll remember from this weekend. I think mainly. Is this his second or third season? Uh, third season. Third. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he had, mm-hmm. he came up to the Petronas team, and then, yes. yep, two years, two years in Petrona, and this first in Yamaha. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Wee ah, wee. Oui, oui. Yeah. So speaking about another ex Yamaha rider, so uh, I think we've got some <laughs> more news about uh, a certain Mister Top Gun Maverick Vinales. What? Let's uh, do it. What, yeah. What do you What do you hear in there, Manuel? Well, hearing he is uh, in this very moment, he is uh, riding for the first time the bike. That May 3rd. Yeah, that one there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's riding the Aprilia in Misano. Mm. Remember that Misano is the circuit where the second next Grand Prix will be held. Yes. Yep. So uh, he will, he is testing two days, uh, today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So if things run half okay, he, we will see Maverick on Aprilia colors in Misano. So that's explain to me the, um, the the contractual situation. So he is free to ride for Aprilia now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know exactly how they finish with Yamaha, but he. <laughs> this is where this is where I have the. Have you seen that graphic of Homer Simpson going over a bridge and burning it behind him? I think that's how he finished <laughs> yeah. it with Yamaha. <laughs> Burning yeah. bridges. Yeah, 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 exactly. good, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I think, look, I think if Yamaha would have paid him the contract for of this year, mm-hmm. he would not have been able to race because you don't mm-hmm. pay somebody and then let him. Let them, yeah. 
right? race so against you with your money, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So probably they, fi- they have finished like uh, Simpson, like Thomas mm-hmm. Simpson. Yep, yep. <laughs> and now he's free to write. He has a contract for 2022 and he will write uh, this season. Whether he will do it as a step rider of uh, Salvadori mm-hmm. or as a wild card, I don't know. Yeah. The, the concession teams like Aprilia is, they have mm-hmm. a special treatment to allow them to develop the bike. I think they have the chance to do six wild cards a year. Yep. So okay. he could perfectly Easy. race. He could so race be, every race. So yep. it would be fantastic to see three Aprilias on the grid. That'd wow, be, that wow. would be great, eh? That would be very cool indeed. Is it, yes. is it yeah. common for riders to change throughout a season like this? Is this rare? Quite rare. Uh, I, I, don't remember, I know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, I think I have never seen it before. I know we've seen it in, in Moto3 um, recently where i can't remember who it was now i know i know manuel don't be like that don't be like that and i want to get i do want to talk about the lower classes in a minute but before we do so so yeah so vinales (laughs) testing at mizano and so we'll probably see him racing at mizano in a couple of weeks time that will be uh, very interesting to see what he looks like in those uh, red, white, so, and green leathers. Yeah, yeah. You know, there is so much curiosity because <clears throat> there is a problem. Problem. He has only raced en- four inline engines. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to jump on a V4 engine. The character yeah. is supposed to be very different. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are two different bikes. Uh, but on the other hand, Vinales has been always faster than hmm. Alessio Spargaro. Yeah. So it, it, it looks so interesting, you know. So Misano will be interesting because of this. Miñales on the Aprilia because mm-hmm. it's Valentino's Valentino's last home right? Grand Prix. Two last home Grand Prix, yep. <laughs> and because we will see Andrea Dovizioso on a Yamaha. Exactly. That's the next point. Nice segue. Yes. Dovi on a Yamaha. Well, speaking of riders chopping and changing, in the last 12 months, this guy has ridden the current Ducati, <laughs> the current Aprilia, and the current Yamaha. He must be locked up with NDAs closer than anybody else. This guy is not going to be able to say a word to anyone without having a lawyer in his face going, no comment. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and if I were Yamaha, I would, I would put him on, on one of the, these machines that uh, say if you say the truth or not. Oh, the lie detector. Yeah. Lie detector. Yeah. Okay, too. Then yeah. tell us about the Ducati. Tell us. No, 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 no. Oh, it's not tell as us good. about <laughs> the Aprilia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's got better corner speed. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be good. At the end, look, at the end, Adobe has signed with Yamaha. Yep. Something that has only happened because they're frustrated try with uh, Raul Fernandez mm. and also because the new sponsor of that team will be an Italian brand. Yeah, so this is what we sort of broke last week in our Patrona special where you were saying that the new um, primary sponsor with you um, in the, I'm, I'm calling it Razzly Racing team, the, the new, new team because um, they're Italian, they will want an Italian rider. So that really locks wow. up that one seat, doesn't it? So 
there's still one seat in that team that that's up in the air. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. There is no official confirmation, but I think that this seat is already for Darren Binder. Okay, you think they will give it to Darren Binder straight from Moto Three? No, 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 give it. He will take it. He'll take it. Lou, it's very important. The words are very important to be precise. Yes, because they don't give it. Is it's like it's mine. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think he'll be using the same lawyers that Dovi is using to to enforce that contract? No, 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 because he's. He's managed by an American yeah. management company. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Dovi is uh, just a, an Italian manager yep. who does a and good a- job as well. But the other ones, they are merciless. Mm. There is, if not, I've heard we Darren, in court. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've heard Darren saying that I'm just riding the bike. I'll let those guys get on with that. Can you both tell me? What it was like when Jack Miller jumped from Moto Three to Moto GP? How did he handle the big? He was terrible. He crashed jump. all the time, okay. for 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 like two or three years. He he copped shit about not being ready and going up mm-hmm. too early, and because he was with the um, Australia Galicia team, wasn't he? Yeah, and he had a very bad luck because he did that super stressing move, that super rare move. And they put him on the worst bike on the grid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, here you go, that mate. Was that... <laughs> yeah, he and Nicky Hayden and others, uh, Tito Rabat, they yeah. were victims of that horrible uh, customer MotoGP Honda. Yep. Remember? Uh, yep, remember that. Yep, terrible. They ruined. Uh, and another one who, who got ruined was Morbidelli. Yes, yeah. Those same, four, same. Those four oh, riders. He did it too. Morbidelli on the same bike, Jack, Tito Rabat, mm-hmm. and uh, I just said, but I don't remember the fourth one. You know, they got ruined with that bike. That bike was yep. terrible, terrible. Yep, customer bike. So most of them are uh, up there. So can this, could a move like that, or a move like that obviously can be detrimental to the rider as well if they can't work it out. Mm. It could be the worst yeah. move. Look, yeah. that, that, move, that move, that move was an experiment, Honda did, because my admired Alberto Puch, <laughs> I admired Alberto, my best mate, the oh, worst yeah. manager I have met, he, <laughs> they, they decided or they looked at Moto2 at that time and they said, they said that there was not, there was any good rider in Moto2 to yeah. step up with a uh, level to ride the MotoGP. So they try, okay, let's get the best Moto3 rider and put him straight that's a onto big, the MotoGP. What kind big of call? call? That's a big call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, look, if I was making the decisions, I, I wouldn't do that. But I can see that Binder has a contract that's in place that's going to make it extremely difficult uh, to, to not give him that seat um, or to, to make him take the seat, as it, as it were. Um, and from from Darren's point of view, yes, he's always going to take that opportunity. He's he's not going to get another opportunity like this. He's not one of the younger exactly. guys in Moto Three. This is his last chance, realistically. So, you know, he might come through and, and perform really well, but who knows? Um, I you know, still think that there were there were other better options there, but hey, who knows? Yeah, and and look, uh, I hope because I really like Darren that with him doesn't happen what has happened with Iker Lecona. Exactly. Iker Lecona now, he's really performing decently Mm -hmm. for a guy 
who has the the less uh, number of Grand Prix in MotoGP. Yes, exactly. He's 19 or 20, something like this. And his career is bang, nothing. Because yeah. he was seated on a bike maybe too early, you know? Mm -hmm. If you do something like this, you have to be patient. What happened with Jack? When they put Jack, they told Jack, okay, go to MotoGP. Obviously, they signed a three-year contract with HRC. So which rider wouldn't take that opportunity? Mm. Exactly, you are yeah. an HRC rider. You yeah. have a contract for three years. Mm -hmm. They tell you that, time. yeah, to do it by yourself. Da, da, da. So you have to take it. There's mm. no way to say no. Yeah, that's right. You don't pass up those opportunities. But yeah, yeah we'll, exactly. we'll see what happens. But yeah, for Dovi, absolutely amazing. So for what, what's the first race we're going to see Dovi back at? I think... Misano, yes. Yeah, you won't be back in time Misano. for Aragon. So yeah, Misano, no, yeah. because in Aragon, look what happened. In Aragon, is a mess. We have seen Carl Crutchlow dressed in Petronas colors in Austria. Yeah. Here, he had another racing suit yeah. in Monster, Monster Yamaha. Yeah. Monster Yamaha. If Morbidelli returns in Aragon, which is not sure, he will have to take out again the Petronas yeah. leathers. Yeah. <laughs> And go back to just 2019 bike. <laughs> yeah. Do they just because yeah. they? I've learned the other weekend that they have their suits made specifically for them. Do they just have all their suits there ready just in case they go jump on another bike? <laughs> no, they, they literally I bet, tailor I, them. I, I bet yeah. there are. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah the, well, you there's, there's a massive trailer that go, that goes around with these guys, and you can you can probably say more about the uh, about the leathers trailer. They 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 will literally make you a set of leathers. In the back of the trailer, they have swatches of leather in all of the colors and everyone's sizes. They will literally make you a set of leather no in the trailer on the weekend. Yep. Yeah, and they have a workshop where yep. they fix the leather. So I think I haven't seen it. There must be a special Mark Marcus department to yep. fix the leathers because <laughs> every 10 minutes there comes a <laughs> racing suit from Mark Marcus to Again. get fixed. Every well, that's interesting though, because they could crash quite a number of times on the weekend and obviously yeah. it doesn't wreck their leathers every fall, but you've got, imagine going, oh no, they can't go back out. They've run out of leathers. Like there has yeah. to, they must have five or so suits ready to go. Exactly. Imagine Marquez running around. It'd be like uh Frozone in the Incredibles. Where is my super suit? Have you seen my racing suit? <laughs> I want to learn more about this. Not because I'm a lady, just because this is another part of the paddock that fascinates me. Some of the behind the scenes bits that Simon. keeps it. Yes, Simon Crafar has done a really interesting. He did a tech talk with, mm -hmm. um, yeah, with with the with the the leathers guys. Um, so go go back and have a hunt, see if you can find it. It is really interesting. It Would is you say TED talk? No tech. Oh. He does it, yeah, he does it. Hi, I was like, really? My, my name's he... Simon, and this is my TED talk. He <laughs> came on stage with the big red. And then he went to Alpine and said, "Tell us." Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. us. Could you tell us? Share that with us. Oh, <laughs> now he's awesome. Simon's he's brilliant. freaking awesome. He, he is, is a bloody. I love him. I love listening to him. He's great. He's, All right. He's he's following the script they showed. They told him in that uh, special uh, talking classes he took. You yes. Know? Yeah. Exactly. That's what happens. Speak. Yeah. Speak low. Speak slow. Low. And yeah. vocalize 
perfectly yes, yes. all the letters. Oh, I should try and do that after we got some feedback last week from someone that said you that did. They, they can't, ah, un- they can't crazy, understand me. Crazy Australian lady. Oh, we can't understand ah, you. Spanish and Italians down. don't understand. And <laughs> I was having this I was having this conversation last week because I work with the French and we do have challenges with the language yes. barrier. And the Australian language, as I'm sure the listeners know, is quite fast and we don't use proper English. We use words that no one knows what they mean. Mm -hmm. But for that gentleman (laughs) that gave us that wonderful feedback, um, I'll remind you that YouTube has subtitles, mate. So Does it pick up our our naughty words? (laughs) Yeah. Let's find out. Poo bum bugger. Right, everyone, let me know what comes up on the bottom of the screen. There we go. Awesome. All right, look, before we go, I just want to touch base. Remy Gardner. What a beast! That, him and him and Bez. That was. Did you see that race? That, that... Moto Two race, Manuel. Because <gasps> it was Manuel. after the Moto GP, probably. So that was your oh, excuse. That Seriously, battle. mate. Do I yourself had... a favor. Go back and watch it. it was I great. had money on Bez yes. through yep. Sports Bet, and I wanted Remy to win because it's <laughs> Remy, and I was just like, Do I yep. win one hundred and sixty bucks, or do we want? Remy to win that yep. battle was, and it was like, oh, Manuel, you got to watch it. Great, seriously, yes. watch it, it for us. And yeah, for the for the whole eighteen laps, absolutely fantastic. It was really good. And George's navel came in third on and, the, and, uh, on the oh, sorry, I, I saw that Raúl Fernández crashed on lap four mm. or something like that. Yep. What yeah, happened? He, um, he, it was his own mistake. His, his yeah. own mistake. Yep. Just made Just, a mistake. I don't remember which corner it was, but with uh, I think it was only about five or six laps to go. And but was he, he was, in the group or not? Was no. he in the group? No, no, he was he was back by himself. He was back back in about seventh or eighth or something. He just spat it in the corner, didn't he? And just spat it in the corner. Yeah. Mm. He he just he, he clearly didn't have the right rear tire for Silverstone. Um and he he just couldn't stay with with that lead group. He was back by about or at least six or seven seconds and he just pushed too hard and uh, yeah, just lost the front. It's a big shame. Yeah, and I, I, I want to repeat in this case that Silverstone is a rider's track. And mm-hmm. we saw what yeah, exactly. Remy performed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, all of the good ones. That it is. That it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So what's what's this week got in store for you, Manuel? We've uh, we've we've got a couple of weeks before the next race. What have you what have you got? You're doing some doing some writing? You're doing any traveling? Look, I have done an incredible, incredible uh, investigation mm-hmm. about uh, Maverick Vinales. But Ooh. incredible. What did you and, find? And and, and <laughs> the headline one. is the headline is guilty or non-guilty. You designed. So I put on the t- all the data, all the facts, yep, not rumor, all the facts, and then everyone can decide who is the guilty one. If Yamaha has pushed him out of the box, if it's Vinales who has gained to be pushed out of the box, yep. but it's really, wow. I, I have spent nice. hours watching the video, hours nice. watching. So, so is that live on PacinoGP.com at the moment? No, I'm, I'm uploading this this week. Brilliant. And well, that'll be, that'll but, be premium content, yeah? So everyone has to subscribe uh, to get that I one? Don't know. I, I, it's so good that I would like people, but... It has taken so much time. I haven't decided yet. It's okay. Oh, Manuel. I've, I've got a question for you, for you, Manuel. And, and hey, for all the viewers and listeners, 
This is completely cold. Manuel is not aware that I'm gonna I'm about to do this. I miss these moments. We get we get some really cool comments from our from our viewers and our listeners. Um, this week, if people watch the podcast and and comment on uh, on YouTube, can I get you to select the best comment on there and give somebody a free subscription to PacinoGP.com? Good idea. Fantastic. Yes. Man- Manuel's yes. face. He's like, I like that. I like going? that. There we go. Awesome. So for everybody out there, yep, get on get on the socials, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that sort of stuff. When you're watching the this episode on YouTube, watch the whole thing through, put some cool comments in there. We love to engage with everybody. Manuel will decide which is the best one, and you will win a free subscription at PacinoGP.com so you can get all this incredible content. And we'll know who listened to the end. Yeah, we will indeed. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I, I need a marketing uh, edit, direct director. I think I know <laughs> we, a guy. Can talk. <laughs> we can talk. We can talk. Brilliant. And okay. any, uh, any messages for the viewers before we go? I do have an exciting story and two quick messages. Quick oh, shout boy. out to John Wheeler and Richard Costa and Manuel. I, I didn't contact you because I know you were sleeping this morning, but oh no, yesterday I rang Stu and I was like, Stu, 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 oh my yeah. God. I was at work and as I mentioned before, I work with the French and we have a lot of French people over here and and one of them, he said, what's on your mask? And I said, oh, it's MotoGP. And he goes, oh, Andrew, when I go back to France, you come stay at my apartment and we go to the races. And I was like, where? And he's like, I have an apartment in Le Mans. So, no. so yes. even today I saw him and I'm like, you remember you and now this is recorded. I was like, you remember you said that, and he's like, yes, absolutely. As soon uh, as I go home, you come and we go for the weekend. Who would have thought? It's true. Wow. <laughs> but we all so hate you now, Andrew. Very excited. <laughs> I'll rock up me and like all my twenty mates. <laughs> Brilliant. It's gonna be so cool. Yeah, indeed. Yes. All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you again to everybody for, just, uh, for la- watching. La- just one last thing. Yeah, go on. You go. Uh, just. My one of my sons, he does 18 September the first, the third. Yep. Happy birthday. My my birthday present ticket in Misano to say goodbye to Valentino Rossi. Oh my god. You're you're a good dad. That's it. You're you're the best dad ever. Get him there. Is it just a ticket to get in the gate? But he's got to get there himself, yeah. No, no. I, if he travels with me, but then I told him, forget me for the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. Nice. You're but a look, it will be. It's his first Grand Prix ever, and it will be the goodbye of Valentin. Oh, well Manuel, done. Manuel, will you Probably be my yeah. daddy? Ooh, <laughs> who's, who's your daddy? <laughs> so Manuel, I don't fit the same in Europe, but it's Father's Day here in Australia this weekend, and and you win Father of the Year for Father's Day. That's well done, so mate. good. Well done. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Brilliant. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, right, everybody, guys. for watching, listening. We'll t- we'll see you again in a, in a couple of bye weeks' bye. time. Have an awesome non-race weekend. Watch those replays. Get watching that Moto Two. Watch Moto Three. <laughs> yeah, watch Moto Three indeed. <laughs> and we'll see you again soon on another episode of the Pacino Report. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> bye. bye.